Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Best friends forever. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Hour number two, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frank Stample, Greg Sussman. We'll be joined by Gianni Stample in a few moments to help us preview uh, WrestleMania 35, as well as all the other wrestling events going on this weekend. Any other baseball notes, Frank, you want to get to before we get into wrestling? No, I think we hit it. I think we hit a lot uh, regarding the waiver wire. We went a little bit deeper there towards the end. Uh, we're getting a lot of lineups here. We have a lot of day baseball today, which I'm very excited about, actually. We have uh, we have four day games. We have the first one starting at 210. I'm trying to see if there's anything lineup-related that stands out to me. Uh, Yonder Alonso in the lineup against lefty Yusei Kikuchi, but batting all the way down at 7. Beef Castillo batting cleanup. So that stands out to me. Uh, your boy Chris Taylor in the lineup once again against the lefty Tyler Anderson. Anything else here for the Rockies? Garrett Hansen batting 7th as well. Uh, Padres, Fran Reyes in the lineup, batting cleanup. There is no Hunter Renfro today. Francisco Mejia in the lineup for a uh, a day game for the Padres going up against Jack Flaherty. That's the Cardinals' home opener. Holton Wong also in the lineup still against the lefty, batting eighth. And let's see here. Steven Duggar leading off for the Giants. Kevin Pillar making his debut. And guess what, Greg? Bruce Bochy lied to us. What do you mean? What? Oh, as if a manager would ever lie to what us. Oh, my God. Lying? What do you mean? Because the other day he said Steven Duggar is going to be our starting center fielder. Kevin Pillar will be playing right field. Well, today they are swapped. So I imagine that will be the case. And that's what it should have been all along. Kevin Pillar batting seventh in his debut, playing center field. Steven Duggar leading off and playing right field. My boy Austin Meadows leading off once again. Yandy Diaz back in the lineup after he left the other day with a foot-leg injury. I think it was an ankle thing, actually. So he's batting fifth. Brandon Lowe, cleanup. Mm, my man. Lau, Brandon Lau, actually. Uh, anything else here? No, Reds is standard. Winker leading off. Adam Frazier leading off once again. There you go. Some lineup stuff, Greggy. Um, nothing crazy, though. Those, I think those are probably the, the biggest takeaways for me here from some of the early game lineups. All right, there you go. Perfect. Greggy, uh, on a scale of one to uh, excited, mm-hmm. like stone cold bashing beers together and pouring them all over your face, how excited are you for this weekend of wrestling? Specifically WrestleMania. Have they done a good job? Mm. All right, well, I guess that's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> it's not the best job I've ever seen. Not the best. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg. It seems like you've kind of fallen off the love of wrestling the past couple of years. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel like when I met you five, six years ago, you were much more into it. Admittedly, so was I. I just think you were more into it when you met me. I, I don't think my love or, or dislove has changed in any way. I, I think I'm still into what I've always been into, which is kind of the, 
the real life story behind the story. I'm always much more into that than anything else. Um, I've always been into, like, I, I still DVR on SmackDown. I watch it. And I could literally watch SmackDown in 10 minutes. I watch Raw in a half hour. Um, I think it's the only way to watch it. I can't do it. I still get excited for certain things. Like for WrestleMania, like I'm excited that the women are main eventing. Like they deserve it. That is the most over um, story on the card. And the most over story on the card deserves the main event WrestleMania. And to me, it's clearly, I'll, I'll set Charlotte's in it. And I'll speak about that with your brother. Um, but, you know, I'm really excited for that match. Is, right. the is Becky is, Lynch the most over wrestler in WWE right now? Yes, she is. Hundred percent. Yeah, she's and she deserves it. And then yeah, definitely, I, I'm excited. Now that story never made any sense. And again, I'll talk to your brother about a lot. I think that's my problem. Is that I think they had a direction for WrestleMania, and it's changed too many times. Sounds but, a lot like WWE. But the difference is in this scenario that it changed because they wanted to give a service to their fans rather than a disservice. And I think that includes Becky Lynch. Like, like Becky Lynch was not supposed to be in the main event of WrestleMania. It was supposed to be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. And it changed when the fans got behind Becky Lynch. So I give WWE credit for that. Now, they wanted Charlotte in there because I think they think, number one, she deserves to be. Number two, she helps produce some of the best matches in women's uh, wrestling in WWE history. And the whole way they got there was on a straight line. And it didn't work. I think the main event... For the world champ, for the world WWE championship, which is Kobe Kingston, Daniel Bryan, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to be Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. And because it was Kofi, they've kind of gone on this wavy line. It, it, it didn't really make sense how they got here. The only thing that kind of made sense was Seth Rollins facing Brock Lesnar. But even that kind of had a wave because you had Roman come back when he wasn't supposed to come back for a while. And they had a whole shield thing. And it kind of never made sense that Brock and Seth are like, oh, they really hate each other. You didn't, you didn't really feel that or you didn't necessarily see that so i i think ultimately that didn't really work out straight and everything else on the card outside of a couple of other matches really were thrown together and i think that's kind of why my anticipation isn't necessarily uh, where it usually is because i'm excited for some of the matches i'm excited for people getting opportunities other than that it just feels all like a mishmash and i'm excited to watch it because i always watch it but i had no interest in going this year it's way 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 too long for me to what be time does the life. pre-show start five now? Is it five? I feel like it's earlier. It's not earlier than that. Pre-show starts at five. Traditionally, the show Five to midnight. Ish. Ish. Last year, it went past midnight. Yeah. So, that's seven plus hours of wrestling, and then you get... time. You know, you get New Japan the night before, and you get the Hall of Fame the night before, and you get NXT NXT on Friday, and it's, it's a lot of wrestling to consume. I've seen people that speculate that over the next coming years, they'll make WrestleMania a two day event. So I've seen that. Like start Saturday yeah, and yeah. whatever. I, I've seen that. I think there's some credence to that, to doing that. Um, unfortunately, though, the question becomes what happens to the Hall of Fame, what happens to NXT, and where you kind of put these things. But a two-day event at WrestleMania is really interesting. Can they... Would it be that crazy if they did the Hall of Fame earlier on Saturday? No, no. No. It wouldn't, but... Two, three o'clock? Whatever. Are you packing a stadium with 80,000 or whatever the made-up number is going to be two yeah. nights in a row? I don't know. I think... Well, it, for WrestleMania, it's different, though, because people come from all over the world. Right. But you, like, they're going to be here no matter what. what are you gonna, they're probably here for the entire week. I agree, but what are, you, what are you going to charge for that, to pack a stadium for 80,000 people two nights in a row? Well, why would you change? Why would, I guess you do have to change the prices, right? right of course you do, because you're not getting... You have to rent out. The, the, the main, the you have main, to rent out a football stadium correct. two days in a row. No, they, they have it right now, because they've, set, they've yeah. set up the stage and stuff for Mania. But like, well, maybe they do the pre-show stuff at like Barclays or MSG. 
They do like that. a local arena, and then the next day they do, okay, the main card, whatever. Like maybe one hour of preview, whatever, get everyone hyped up for it. Right. Start the show at 8 to midnight. WrestleMania, whatever. Dude, yeah, I mean, I think that if you're a customer, you're going to WrestleMania, you want to go to the, who wants to go to the pre-show? You don't go to the WrestleMania, you go to the pre-show. Well, Johnny's here in studio, so I guess we'll find out, yeah. uh, you know, if he's going to the pre-show. I know he's going to be there. Johnny, Johnny come over here. Wait, well, don't, well, don't you walk, have to you know. duck, duck below the camera. Now walk. No, 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 you walk right, don't walk in front of the All camera. Right, well, there you you walk right in front of the camera. Everything we told you, you don't do. everything that you were you supposed did. to do. It's, it's, you, you, you did. Your mic's on, so be careful. Uh, we're joined now by Frank's little brother, bigger brother, big little brother. Something like that. It's Johnny Stample. What's up, Johnny? What's going on, guys? Here's Johnny. There it is. And we, and we did not uh, we did not rehearse that. We did not plan that. Uh, and you see Johnny is wearing his uh, decked out in his Kane versus Undertaker jacket here. Trickle jacket. Yes, sir. That's yours. That's your, yours. That's your. Well, yeah, but, you know, we're not talking about the Tigers anymore, guys. Uh, Spencer Turnbull was the first hour. We're not talking about wrestling. So, Um... Johnny, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Johnny comes in every year to preview a wrestling event with us, whether it's the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. He left work early to us to do this. This is how I told him not to. This is our third year doing this together. Third, correct. Third year doing this together. So Frank asked me, and I'm going to throw it to you now before you got here. Frank asked me how excited I am for WrestleMania. And he goes, I feel like you've become less of a wrestling fan since I've known you. That's not true. I just think that my anticipation level isn't, you know, what it is. For this particular WrestleMania, I'm interested in the main event. I think they've done a nice job building that up, although we'll talk about how it was not a straight line of any sort. Um, how excited are you, as, as the much hardcore, more hardcore wrestling fan of any of us, how excited are you for WrestleMania? I'm excited, but I, I see what you guys are saying. There are certain matches that I'm just like, they're cool, but do I want to see them? And like, I feel, I feel like the way that they hyped up Mania this year was not done well at all. Yeah. Like storyline wise, a lot of things I feel like should have happened weeks ago. And I feel like kind of got to like the two week period before me. And it's like, oh, this match is happening now. And it's like, oh, I should have been hyping this up for the last four weeks, not two weeks. Yeah. And that's that was kind of how I felt about the Brock and Seth uh, match in particular. Uh, that was the one match I, I really felt like I could have been doing for a while. And they and they haven't. And we'll talk about why um, coming up. Frank, do you want to I think we should do this where since you're not really in the know. Why don't you. After the break, kind of run down the card, and we'll, we'll break it down and go that way. There's like 17 matches or something ridiculous like that. Yep. So we'll, we'll start coming up out of the break. But before we get into the break, which comes about seven minutes from now, tonight, NXT, are you going? What are you going to this weekend? Uh, WrestleMania and Monday Night Raw. All right, very nice. Very cool. Um, how come you're not going to NXT? Uh, those prices are disgusting. <laughs> WrestleMania? How, how much did you pay for WrestleMania? 270 That's also disgusting. Where are you sitting? 336 <laughs> <laughs> He's got it all, but he's got it ready to go. Specifically, row six. There you go. Seat. You want to hang out with Johnny? Seat fourteen. The, the, the hand point with it. It's very funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Seat fourteen. These section three thirty six. These prices are much more expensive than they were six years ago. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I remember I was saying on the air yesterday, I spent two hundred bucks. I sat on like two hundred level. I could seat. I could seat six years ago, and now you spent. More than I did, and your seats are much worse. Yeah. But did you buy them from Ticketmaster when they went on sale, or did you buy them from StubHub? I bought them from SeatGeek. Yeah, so you bought them from, from, from StubHub. Well, you know what? Yeah. You got to get in on the Ticketmaster, man. Like, whenever they do the pre-sale, no, that's yeah. what you got to get Well, that's in what I did. I bought mine from Ticketmaster. If you do that, then you'll, you'll get, I think you'll get a little bit better of your money's worth. You know what I'm saying, Greg? So, we'll see what happens. I think, you know, what I've found uh, interesting, just talking already, is 
what I enjoy most about um, wrestling fans is that everyone watches for something different. You watch for the behind-the-scenes stuff. I watch purely for the wrestling. I don't really care much for the soap opera stuff, the, the drama. Like if it's, if it's going well and if it's a story that's told well, then sure, I'm into it. Like I love the, uh, when Becky Lynch got busted open and she like ran through the crowd. That was awesome. That, that was really cool. But I'm in it. I, like, I want to see awesome matches. I want to see acrobatics. I want to see, you know, see guys going back and forth. I want to see long matches. I want to see you know, hardcore. I want to see blood. I want to see for the matches, and then you know you like the behind the the, the scenes yeah, stuff I don't, more. I don't, and I do. There's some people who only watch it for like the story and to be entertained, and they don't really care much about the matches. A lot of people fast forward the matches, and I, I think that's to me what's most cool about wrestling and the fans in general is that you're gonna ask ten different people and get ten different answers what they like. about I think wrestling. so too. I think so too. I think John and I line up pretty well with why we both like it. I mean, he's again way more into it than I am. At this point in our lives, probably because you're a little younger than me. Yeah. Um, but I think a we- A lot younger. A lot like half your age, Greg. <laughs> um, but I think that we kind of see it very, very similarly. Yeah. So there, there's that. Um, before we get into Mania, NXT tonight, are you, are you excited for that? Like, he, Oh, yeah. I mean- I'm hosting it at my house. Yeah. Donnie's coming by. NXT party at Frankie's. Greg, you want to come? Kind of, yeah. Yo, great, come through. Come through. I would. I Let's go. travel home together. Yeah, you travel my, to my house. I'm with my dad now. Big Robbie Sus. Yeah. We're actually starting later than usual. We're not starting till nine. Dinner's nine or ten. Dinner's at eight. Mm. My, a, buddy, guys, a buddy of mine gets oh, out of work at eight, man. and you know, he's not going to get to me. That get to my house till after nine. It was, what is King? A bunch of beers. King of service. He's going out. Uh, so doing? that's why I was able to host it. What are you doing for food? Pizza. Friday, there's Love. no meat. Oh, so it's no just meat, right, right, right. In regular, we're getting a Sicilian, one of each. That's great. Beers? Everything you're doing, I'm loving. I'm loving. I'm through. Love it. I'm through, Greg. Um, <laughs> you you, you kind of hesitate when you said you're excited for tonight. There's probably like one or two matches I'm not excited for. Like, I don't understand why the War Raiders are fighting Ricochet and Alistair when sure. they're they're like on the main roster. And they're they're also fighting for the SmackDown tag team titles this Sunday. So. Well, I think it's kind of like a, their goodbye Right? I guess. Their takeover goodbye, basically. I think it would have been better if it was War Raiders versus uh, Fish and O'Reilly. Sure. Especially since... We've seen that already, though. No, but I'm just saying, especially since Adam Cole is in the main event for the title. Sure. So, sure. I think it would have been cool they if... All, they all got the title? Exactly, at the end of the night. Have, have, well, I think it's, it's interesting. So, we'll talk about takeover now. Because it was obviously supposed to be Gargano and Champa. Kind of the three-year odyssey ends with Gargano beating Champa for the title. That was clearly where this was going. Yeah. Um, and... Cole was supposed to be in the North American Championship as supposed to be a triple threat match between Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream. What they could have done, kind of along your lines, I think they might do this maybe at the next takeover, if Cole does win the title, which I think is possible, they could have the War Raiders against Fish and Mm O'Reilly and have Roddy enter that North American title scene and they all have the belts. Undisputed Era just holding out all the championships. Oh, yeah. I think think that's something we could see in the future. Adam Cole's got to win tonight, right? I think so. Personally, I think so. I don't know. Well, I didn't mean it in the sense that it's not like he needs it. No. He, like, he doesn't have to win. But I meant it as in, like, okay, like, he should be the champion. No, I mean, so, like I said, this, this whole plan was for Johnny Gargano to win the title tonight. That was the plan. Plans change. Absolutely. I just don't know, like, how many times could you paint Johnny Gargano as a loser before everyone just knows that right, this guy's a loser? That's the thing. Like, I get he's the lovable loser, but... It's all kind of come full circle for but him to he win. Heel now too? No, he's a no, face. He now turned he, face. But he keeps flip flopping. So he a lot, didn't really. No? Flip, so it wasn't the flip flop. The story was being told was that like he was such a loser 
that he could only win if he kind of embraced this like the evil side, which is like okay. trusting Ch- Champa. He lost with Champa because he, well, he purposely lost. He fake got hurt, and then he like beat up Champa after the match, saying like he's going to be himself and he's going to win. He's going to be the the good guy again. And it was all part of this like high level storytelling, in all honesty, which is rare for wrestling. And it was all leading up to this good overcoming evil Gargano beating Champa. That was it. And now, if he loses again to Adam Cole, even if the Undisputed Era interferes, it's like, all right, he lost again. Do you really need to see Gargano fight for the title next takeover again? No. I don't think there's any story there. I think Gargano has to win. Are you tired of Gargano versus Champa? No. Like, if it was going to happen again? I was pumped for it. I feel like the past mm. eight takeovers, you're done, you're, it's been you're, you're done? those two yeah, against each other. I, I think I've seen enough Gargano Champa, like, for, for a good couple of years, it's like it's like when same, they were doing same Zane and Kevin Owens. Yeah, same thing. Like I was, I was done with that for a while. I wasn't. I, I love it because they, they kind of split them real. up a little bit for a while, and then yeah, a couple of years from now, you bring it back. So I think what'll happen is whichever does come back, they'll come back as a tag team, probably on the main roster, and that'll be it. We'll finish breaking out NXT, get right into WrestleMania. It's your WrestleMania 35 preview show here on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. High level storytelling on your BFFs. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Turning it down here in the Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Greg Sussman, Frank Stamfel, Gianni Stamfel as well. Good questions, DraftKings. First question's tough, man. What, what's going to open the show? I don't know. It was a tough question. That is really tough. Out of the choices, I was torn between the IC title and other. So I'm leaning towards the SmackDown title or other. I feel like they want to start with a bang. So the reason they don't start with the Intercontinental title because I think you want it a little darker for the Demon. This is true. This is true. Yeah. They could start with Kofi that and Brian. Right. That sucks. I don't think so. No, no, other. There's a lot more choices if it's other. I know, right? It could be like Randy and AJ. It could be... It could be. It could be the Miz and Shane. Well, that's what they say about Mania. If you're not, if you're not last, you want to be first, right? Open up the show. And the IC title was first out. last year, too. I like the Orton call. I like the Orton AJ call. That could that could definitely happen because I actually think that they could have a really good match. I today. think that match is going to steal the show. I think they could have a really good match. Third mm. angle will go on later on in the night. Uh, this is cool. These are these are actually very fun questions. They are. So what? This is a DraftKings thing that you're doing uh, regarding WrestleMania, right, Craig? Yeah, these are the DraftKings thing that your brother just talked about. I'm, cool. I'm revealing it to the audience because I think we talked about it during the break. So, oh, oh yeah. So this is basically a DraftKings <laughs> WrestleMania challenge where they're asking you like ten questions, and they're not like the normal questions. They're kind of cool, and including like, all right, here's a normal one. It's like, will Ronda Rousey retain the title? But all right, the outcome of the WWE Championship match will be determined by pinfall, submission, disqualification, or countout. Hmm. I'll say pinfall. I agree. All right. 
Will Brock Lesnar retain the Universal Championship? That was the toughest question. I said, that's that's the a question, flip, right? You don't. You I don't say really yeah. Know. I say yes. That's All a right, question well, I where guess we're uh, we're jumping to the end of the card and just giving our <laughs> predictions already, Greg. All right. Oh, my well, bad. Uh, sorry. Finishing <laughs> finishing off the NXT. Um, I guess we're kind of done with NXT. Yeah. So yeah. Which match are you most pumped for tonight, NXT, Greg? I'm most pumped for Gargano and Cole. It's going to be a really good one. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, agreed. Dream, I want to see Velveteen. Dream and Riddle's going to be guy, amazing. Man. Walter and Pete Dunne's going to be sick. Velveteen Dream is just a man. The Velveteen Dream be awesome. The Dream Riddle match is going to be good, but I'm, I'm just not a fan of Matt Riddle. Why? The, the bro doesn't do it everywhere? He reminds me too much of Zack Ryder. Like, come He's, on, bro. I like Zack Ryder. Zack like, Ryder bite off right here? Basically. Matt Riddle's just better. Well, yeah, he's like the better, better version, version of Zack Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, be, don't be crapping on the Long Island IZ. I love Zack Ryder. I love Zack Ryder. I was original on Long Island IZ watcher, like your brother. Let's <laughs> be honest. Okay, let's get into WrestleMania. You going, how come you're not going with Frank to the ROH show tomorrow? I don't know. I just invited him. All right. Right. Not feeling it. Look, right. He's got. He's got enough. He, look, he's going to be at WrestleMania all day, and yeah, he's gonna. He's going to Raw the next day too. So, all right, WrestleMania got a lot going on. Let's do it. Let's go. Are you actually going to be inside the building for the pre-show, Johnny? Oh, absolutely. Well, you're going to spend a lot of money, bud. I'm sorry. Yeah. Personally, of. I would probably just have someone bring a TV <laughs> or something and watch the pre-show from the outside and, and drink a bunch of much cheaper beer. Well, yeah. And then I would go in. Maybe like towards the end of the pre-show. There you go. What would you do, Greg? I don't disagree. That's what I, that's what I would do. I would go in at like six thirty because you're going to be spending twelve dollars a pop on a beer inside uh, MetLife. This is at true. Least. I agree wholeheartedly. Like if, oh. I, if I'm there for seven hours, I'm 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 at least drinking a beer per hour. So oh my god, twelve times seven. I mean, I don't know if I'm doing all that now. Uh, well, this math is kind of out of my. Uh, it's like 84 bucks. How many people, how many, what was your attendance? 80 bucks for beer. Uh, so I looked up what it was in uh, WrestleMania 29. Yeah, what was it? It was like 80,000, like six something. All right, so I'll say 84,000 then. I did 80,712. It's like 84,238. Okay. All right, cool. That was fun. That's the made up number you're going with, Greggy? Yeah. All right, let's get the WrestleMania card. Frank, present the, the match. We'll break down the storyline if we're interested and so on and so forth. All righty. So I'm looking at the Cruiserweight Championship. That would be on the pre-show, right? Move yes. on. Uh, you don't want to do this? All right, well, we don't have to go deep into it. I'll just give me your no, prediction, uh, I guess, who's going to win. Just, I'm just kidding. Buddy Stop. Murphy versus Tony Nese. I'll say Tony Nese because he's a local dude. He's from Long Island. I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy. Sure. Buddy Murphy. Uh, sure, I'll go with Buddy Murphy as well. Uh, the, women's, Alexa Bliss. the Women's Battle Royal, Greg. So is this just their version of the Andre the Giant yeah, Memorial Battle Royal? Yeah, they tried calling it the Mae Young Battle Royal or the Moolah Battle Royal. One of the two. Uh, and wasn't the one Moolah. of them a really bad like human? Moolah. Yeah, Moolah. So why would they do that? <laughs> so that's, they that's got, why they back, got backlash and it just became the Women's Battle Royal. Okay. Well, there you go. So the Moolah Battle Royal, yeah. All right, is there, are there any storylines going into this one? Is there anything that we need to know about? Yeah, so the, basically the storyline was there's supposed to be a women's championship match on the card. It's supposed to be Asuka defending against both Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Vince, literally hours before SmackDown a couple of weeks ago, said, this is silly, and just gave the SmackDown title to Charlotte because he thought it would be cool to have both titles in the main event. Great job, Vince. So then there was no follow-up on this past SmackDown about it, and they kind of just said, all right, all the other women other than those three are in this battle royal. And the tag team match, but whatever. Yeah. Most of them are in the Battle Royal. So there's no real storyline going into it other than the Oscar and those two women. That's literally it. Johnny, anything to add to that? Not it's really. It's pretty straightforward. All right, yeah. so who's your, uh, who's your guest that's who wins this? The Women's Battle Royal and the kickoff show. Just so she can have a win because they're just like not doing good with her. I'm going to go with Oscar. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Oscar as well. Um, here we go. This is gonna be the night, huh? It's gonna. I'm gonna go with day here. I'm gonna go. Wait, 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 wait. We said so. We were wrong. We were different on the first right, match. Can you guys give me like a multiple choice so I could at least have like who are your top four to win this thing? Well, I'll just give you the top two. Because Oscar's one. Other than all right, who's your pick other than Oscar? Well, I'm, I'm actually looking at a prediction article, and they have Lacey Evans as well. Oh, Lacey Evans could be. She she could be a good They've choice. Been as kind well. of randomly pushing her, right? Like yeah. this is true. This is true. I didn't even think of her. She could be a good choice as well. Yeah, I agree. See, you see, I threw something out there. It's not a bad one. Not a bad Oscar, one. Lacey, Oscar, Lacey. Anyone else who's in the mix here? What about Alexa Bliss? No? No chance? No chance. She's, she's not, she's she's not wrestling. What she's, about she's Nia Jax? She's wrestling later. Yeah. Oh, she's in the tag team. Tag match. team. Okay. Uh, I'll say it's either Asuka, Lacey Evans, or Shayna Baszler. That's what I'll do. Oh, Shayna Baszler okay. might be in this. Well, who knows? It's true. They, yeah. they usually put some. Right, so you're both still going with Asuka or are you chaining to Lacey Evans? No, I'm going to go with Asuka. Go with Asuka. Okay. I will go with. Shayna Baszler, I kind of like that call. Seems possible. So be in it. Uh, remember one year Hideo Itami was in there. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Exactly. The arm bar, so right. cool. So let's get the arm bar. Uh, the arm bar, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who won this thing last year? Was that Mojo or two years? No, that, that was two years ago. Uh, Sorry, I'm putting you guys on the spot here. <laughs> oh, Matt, Hard- Matt Hardy won last year. It was last year Matt Hardy won? Yeah. Matt, Matt Hardy, who is now retired, right? No, he's in it. He's no. in Battle Royal. He's in it. Yeah, he's back. But he's- the Hardy Boys are back. Oh, okay. Well, they're, they're both in it. They're always back. Instead okay. of being in a tag team match, they're in, they're in this. Yeah. It's very little sense. All right, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Greg, what do we have here? Uh, so the only storyline going into this is Braun Strowman is feuding with Colin Jost and Michael Che from SNL. And I don't know who those people are. So they do weekend <laughs> update on, on SNL. They're a white guy and a black guy. Okay. And... Uh, Braun Strowman's somewhat feuding with no, them. Those were the local competitors that he squashed on Monday night or whatever? So those are the, they, yes, basically. Okay. Um, so that's the only storyline. So I'll, I'll pick Braun Strowman to win. Wow, Greg. Going with all the talk here. Uh, Johnny, what do you have? I'm also going to go with Braun Strowman. Wow. Okay. There's no other storyline. I'm just going to yeah. get everything wrong because I want to be different than sure. you guys. Well, all right. right. Keep it track, okay. I don't think. Uh, What's the prediction? Who else is uh, realistic, though? And- Andrade, maybe? Yeah. They, they, so there's two predictions. One has Braun Strowman, one has Andrade. All right. Okay. So there you go. All right, so I'll go with Andrade. Gronk? I don't know. Uh, wrestle, I'm going to look up some WrestleMania odds, too. All right. You the next match while you do that, though? WrestleMania 35. All right. Uh, betting odds. Hold on. I'm going to give it to you. Hold on a second, Greg. Oh, Patience. We're, we're on, we're Patience. on yeah, radio one. here. I know, I know. I'm trying to move along. Let's see what we have here. You're, okay. Uh, is this really on the pre-show? The Raw yes. Tag Team Championship? Probably, yep. yes. Oh, gosh. Well, all right. Well, that's not good. Uh, the revival going up against your local competitors, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, aka the Edgeheads. So this match was thrown together after this past Monday Night Raw in a. There's always a few of these. A backstage vignette where it was kind of rumored for a while that this would be the match, uh, but it wasn't built up in any way because the revival were just losing to Aleister Black and Ricochet a lot. Um, so basically, Kurt Hawkins doesn't want to match in like years. And teamed up with his old buddy, Zack Ryder. They challenged the Revival. The Revival said yes. And here we are. It's a Revival versus uh, Hawkins and Ryder. The question is, does Hawkins get the win in his hometown uh, with Ryder? Do they be the Revival, Johnny? They do. We're going to see the streak end I'll say on no. Sunday. I'll, I'll say they don't. Oh, wow. You guys have differing opinions for something. <laughs> I'll say they don't. Well, that's great to see I, you guys. I, I, I think they'd be slightly more built up if, if he did, but probably not. I mean, you uh, never know with them. I'll say no. Okay. Um, I will go with, well, the Revival should win this, right? Right. They should? Yes. But, like, they randomly let Zack Ryder win the Intercontinental title Which was a awesome. couple of years ago at WrestleMania, and he lost it the next day. To the Miz. So, I could see something like that happening again. 
I guess I'll take Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They win it and then probably lose it like a week tomorrow. later or tomorrow. Very, probably. Po- very possible. Very possible, actually. I like that. So uh, I'll take those two. Okay. The Edgeheads. Do they come out as the Edgeheads? No. No. Negative. Okay. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship also on the pre show? Probably. Probably, yeah. Gosh. This will be the Usos versus Ricochet and Aleister Black versus the Bar. We are the Bar. Versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, my guy. Nakamura, he's got a match. Well, that's good to see. Well, from the WWE title match to a pre-show tag team match. Nice. Why, why do you uh, have to frame it like that, Greg? I'm just giving background to everybody. There, there is no storyline for this match uh, at all. These are just the tag teams that are on SmackDown other than the New Day. Randomly. And Sanity and Harper and Gallows. Or not Harper and Gallows. I just, Gallows looked, up, I just looked up the betting odds. They have Gronkowski as the uh, second best favorite to win the armbar. I said, wow. I mentioned him. Oh, wow. All right, well, well back to the uh, SmackDown uh, Tag Team Championship. Johnny, what do you have? Because there's no story here, I, I think I'm just going to go with the Usos retaining. I agree. Really? Come on, man. <laughs> Nakamura! You guys don't have any faith? No. Negative. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, well, there's not really anyone else that I really like here. They're not going to give it to Ricochet and Alistair Black they yet, could. right? It's possible. They definitely could. That would be dumb, probably. I would say that would be dumb. I don't dumb. think it's been dumb. I don't uh, think it'd be dumb. The bar, they don't really need it. I'd say I'd say the Ricochet and Aleister Black are probably the co-favorites of this match with yeah. the Usos. Agreed. Yeah. Actually, the prediction I'm looking at has the Usos or uh, Ricochet as, and Aleister Black as the backup. You probably just listen to me. Uh, no, I don't really trust <laughs> exactly these people. What I I'll trust these people. I'll take the Usos as well. Whatever. Boring. Right. What's up next, friend? Kurt Angle, the farewell match. This is going to be on the main card, right? Has this will be on the yeah. main card. Yeah. So it's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle on. against Baron Corbin. So the story with this match, Frank, is, and everybody listening, is that uh, Kurt Angle was announced on a farewell tour, which started out of him having some like good matches and then stopped where they were announced a match and then he wouldn't have it. Uh, that happened several times. Um, there's a rumor that uh, it was going to be Baron Corbin. Then the rumor was like they wouldn't actually do that. They'll pull the... They'll, Never actually make the last match for Kurt Angle be Baron Corbin, and it would probably be John Cena. And everyone still chants for Cena, and there's been no indication whatsoever uh, that Cena would replace Baron Corbin in this match. Now it's still possible. We'll see, but for now we'll assume it's Angle versus Corbin. If it is, uh, Kurt Angle will win his fa- his farewell match. And actually, no matter nah, if it's Cena, he'll lose. But if it's Corbin, he'll well, you're lose. supposed to go out on your back, technically, right? That's what they not say to, about wrestling. not to Baron no? Corbin. Not to Baron Corbin. I'll say Angle wins. Is there any chance that? Okay, while Baron Corbin is coming out, like maybe before the match starts, like John Cena just comes yes. out, beats the crap out of Baron Corbin, and yes. then they have their match together. Absolutely. Kurt Angle gave John Cena his first match of his career, and Correct. you could kind of play off that yes, storyline. that's certainly possible. But they should have built that up then a little bit if they were going to do right. that. Right, exactly. Very so I will say that Angle defeats Baron Corbin, they don't do that. I agree with that. But I will say... But if he faces John Cena, he loses. That's what I said. I agree with I agree. I will also say that WWE is keenly aware that everyone wants this to be Angle Cena. And this entire WrestleMania season, as I'll get to a little bit later, has been giving the fans what they wanted. I'll just say that. But I predict it'll be Angle over Corbin. Johnny, what do you think? Does John, C- uh, does John Cena come out? Is it Corbin versus Kurt Angle? Who do you think wins? I'm torn here between two choices. So one of them, I see Angle actually demolishing Corbin in a squash match. And then Cena comes out. Like, just a quick match, and then Cena comes out, and they have a match. And then sure. I would say Cena wins. However, though, I don't know. I feel like... Corbin might beat Angle if it's just if it's like a real match. I don't know if I see Angle winning here. Well, you have to give us a prediction. Uh, I'm going to go with Corbin. Yeah, that's be different. That's a mistake, I think. That's a mistake. All right. Well, we we will surely uh, we will find out. Uh, have they built this up well or not really? I just explained the whole build up. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I was, I was looking at the odds. It's all right. If I'm just being perfectly honest. <laughs> I appreciate Kurt it. Kurt Angle, minus 195 favorite to win this match. Uh, the Miz versus Shane McMahon. 
So let's count anywhere, Greg. What do we have with this? This is one of the better built-up matches, actually, of the. Well, actually, uh, of, I the saw show. this at the last. Uh, last. This is one of the better built-up matches of the show, only because it's been going on for a while. The storyline is very dumb, but uh, it's been built up very well. In that, all right, the Miz. It doesn't matter when the Miz loses ever, but he couldn't compete in the best of the world tournament back in Saudi Arabia in like October, November. Shane McMahon took his place. Shane was still a face. Uh, Miz was a heel. Miz begged Shane to be tag team partners. That turned Miz face. They won the tag team titles. Then they lost the tag team titles. And then Shane blamed the Miz and now they're fighting. That's the story. The other story going into it is that Miz's daddy was never proud of him until Shane McMahon got there. And now, and now he doesn't know what to say to his father. And that's the other storyline. So it's a Miz versus Shane McMahon. Normally, I always pick the wrestler over Shane, but as I mentioned, Miz losing matches like doesn't matter. With that reason, I'll take Shane McMahon. Ooh, are you willing to throw down a few shekels on that one, Greg? Because they have Shane McMahon at plus two eighty. I mean, I would. They have that, the Miz minus four hundred. That's my favorite bet. Plus two eighty at Shane McMahon. It's a good bet. Donnie, what do you think? I'm gonna go with the Miz. You're gonna go with the Miz as well. You're going with the favorite. Do you yeah. like the way that they've kind of told the story? I mean, it's, it's kind of like a story I don't really care about, to be honest. It's a match I, I don't want to see. Like, I thought it was pretty predictable after the last pay-per-view. After, after sure. they lost the match, you knew someone was turning on someone. Of course. You knew it was either you the Miz You just assumed it would be the Miz. Yeah. yeah. But the Miz is always a better heel than he is face. This is true. Uh, so you're taking the Miz. Who are you taking? Plus 280. It's good odds. Those are good odds. Uh, I wouldn't bet this, but I, I think the Miz is going to win. I think if you're looking for an underdog, this is my favorite one of the night thus far. Especially at those Shaving odds. Man. Pretty good. Plus 280. All right, let's see here. Moving on, uh, that's false count anywhere match. Do you have any like? You have high expectations for that match? Or no, I think it's false count anywhere. So Shane could do a stupid bump somewhere. Okay, yeah, that's true. He's gonna do that. Jump across the ring or jump onto you an, an announce table. Correct. A uh, women's tag team championship. That is Sasha Banks and Bailey were the champions going up against Beth Phoenix and Natalia. I had no idea she was back. Versus Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Iconics. This is this a fatal four way? Yes. Wow. Okay. What do you got here, Greg? Uh, so the breakdown here is just really very simple. The the champs defended last month against Nia and Tamina. They beat them. Uh, then basically Beth is on commentary. That led to Beth and Natalia getting involved. And then the Iconics who are on SmackDown, like one of the only true women's tag teams in WWE, she's like, hey, what about us? Which is which is true. Then the Iconics actually beat Sasha and Bailey on an episode of SmackDown. Uh, then they had a title shot, which they obviously lost. Um, but the Iconics, one of my favorite Current acts actually on the show, they're hysterical. They do their job really, really well. Because of that, they're rewarded with a real WrestleMania match. I Those are the Aussies, right? Yeah, I would love for them to win. They're actually much better now than they were ever in NXT. I think they're crushing it right now. Like I said, my one of my favorite acts on the show. I think Sasha and Bailey ultimately retain, but I'm rooting for the Iconics. I'm going to go with the Iconics on this one. Really? You think I they're going to win? Oh, it's awesome. I do think they're going to take it. At plus 400 oh, that's odds. That's awesome. I think plus they're going to take odds, it. Plus 400 odds, Who's your favorite, Bailey and Sasha? Yeah, minus 335. Yeah. And I will say this, guys. There have been a lot of bad gimmicks and stuff throughout the history of wrestling, obviously. Um, this team name for Sasha Banks and Charlotte... Boston Hug Connection. ...is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Boss and Hug Connection? There's definitely been worse. That is god awful. terrible. You can't think of anything better than that? It's not terrible. It's very bad. Well, it's like the rock and roll connection. They're minus 335 odds, Greg. The Iconics at plus 400. You could take the field against the favorites at plus 245. I'm taking... I took Bailey and Sasha. Okay, all right. I'm just throwing it out. What are you doing? Uh, I'll take the Iconics as well. Because I want them to win, only because I hate the name Boss and Hug Connection. All right, Pat, man. Taking a break. (laughs) The top of the card up next and wrap it all up.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Final few moments of the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And while your attention is focused on the start of NLB season and WrestleMania season and the Final Four, NFL teams are focusing on the upcoming 2019 NFL Draft. For serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% off at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 fantasy football package only available at rotoexperts.com. All right, so where did we leave off? We left off with the women's uh, Boston hug connection. Up next, we have the United States Championship which is Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. And, Greggy, you have a theory on this one. Yeah, so they had a weird match between Mysterio and Baron Corbin last week where Corbin injured his ankle. Not really. Um, So Mysterio wasn't even on SmackDown. And Joe did cut a promo, I think, after the show, calling out Mysterio. And they said Mysterio will be fine to compete at WrestleMania. There's been zero build to this match whatsoever. Um, There was a four-way feud for a while with Andrade, Rey, uh, R-Truth and Joe, where, where Joe won the U.S. title. And that was seemingly leading to Samoa Joe versus Cena. And then he kind of inexplicably got dropped out of nowhere. And then they just said, all right, Mysterio's going to face Joe. But there's been no follow-up to that at all. I-, I could see them just, like, not even, just not doing anything with this match. Like, just not having it, just skipping it. <laughs> what happens if you bet a match that doesn't happen? You probably get your money back. I hope so. Johnny, um, what do you think? Samoa Joe... Uh, against Rey Mysterio, does that happen? Does John Cena like come they're, out? Like they're short on time for whatever reason. This is the match that goes away. Is there a chance that John Cena just like replaces Rey Mysterio somehow, sure. or and then they do Joe John Cena, Cena against Joe? I mean, this is the second year in a row. There's a big rumor that it'd be Joe, or sorry, maybe it's two years ago. There's but Joe Cena was the yeah. rumor, um, and they pulled it and they changed it to the Cena and Miz, to the Cena and his wife versus Miz and his wife thing. Um, yeah, Johnny, what do you think? Uh, if Mysterio is out, I can see Joe like cutting a promo and then being like, like, "Oh, like I'll have an open challenge, whatever." And then Cena comes out. But if the match happens, I'd probably just say Samoa Joe over Mysterio. I agree, Johnny. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and Samoa Joe here minus two sixty favorite. If it happens against Mysterio, I think he wins. If John Cena comes out and faces him, uh, John Cena is not losing at WrestleMania. Correct. I don't think so. Uh, coming up next, we have the Intercontinental Championship match, Greggy. That is Bobby Lashley, the champ. Going up against the demon, Finn Balor. My question to you, has there ever been a bigger lock for a win in WrestleMania history? Yes. 
There has, but this is also just a much Is this the lock. lock of this WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is. It's a weird, like, they've advertised a demon in, in promos for this WrestleMania for a while, so everyone kind of knew the demon was coming. Uh, still very strange time for him to bring it out, other than, in fact, it's WrestleMania. Like, I get that part. But it's not like he needs to, like, find his inner soul to, like, get over Bobby Lashley. He's beaten Bobby Lashley, like, every week for, like, the last four weeks. So it doesn't really make any sense whatsoever from a storyline perspective. Oh, it's from a merchandise yeah. perspective, Greg. Yes, it is indeed. So, Finn Balor, the demon, wins. Agreed. Um, I do want to note before we Minus 900 on, favorite. I think it's the biggest <laughs> favorite on the card. <laughs> Minus before 900. we continue on, I do want to note... That's um, not close. This is the biggest favorite. I do want to note, we keep talking about John Cena. Now, John Cena was scheduled for a match against Lars Sullivan, who's going to debut from NXT. He's another one of these like big dudes that Vince would love. Um, but he's having... Uh, unfortunately, he has uh, some issues... Personal issues. Lars Sullivan. Sullivan does. Yeah. Okay. That has caused him not to debut yet, and he's kind of been dropped. So that whole match was dropped. I think there's a good. I think there's actually a very good chance we see him debut on Monday Night Raw the day after WrestleMania. Um, but Lars Sullivan dealing with some stuff, which is why he and Cena are not on the card. Is he the biggest debut on Monday Night on Raw? Probably. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's going to be there. So uh, I guess uh, I don't do you, think you get anybody. Do you else. have a guess as to someone better who debuts on Monday night? I'm trying to think of people in NXT right now. Maybe they debuted them all. I mean, yeah, they, they did like Argana Ray like, debuted. Like maybe you get Sami Zayn back. Maybe return of Sami. Does that excite you? How about I mean, uh, how about the Dudley boys for the 12th time? <laughs> no, no. Bully Ray's <laughs> employed elsewhere. Yeah, that's that's right. I'm actually going to see him on Saturday night. He will. He's on the ROH card. Up next, we have AJ Styles going up against Randy Orton. Uh, Greg, you got to tell me about this one because I'm very intrigued. I love both of these wrestlers. So there were rumors of AJ and Randy Orton defending WrestleMania for the past couple of years, and they've kind of held off. And now uh, Orton and Styles haven't, despite being on the same brand pretty exclusively for the last couple of years, they've only faced each other a, a few times. This is one of those matches that does not feel overblown. And over the past couple of weeks, they've actually done a really nice job with this match in building it up. First, it was kind of thrown together, and then the, they've had the last couple of weeks of promos where they got personal and kind of reached people like Johnny and myself. Uh, Randy Orton's mentioned Dixie Carter and TNA a couple times, oh, wow. and this past week on SmackDown, AJ Styles said, yeah, I might have been wrestling there, but you were in WWE failing drug tests. They was like, oh! <laughs> what? That's like, yeah. what? That's really cool. So, wow. I can see after this match, um, Kevin Owens kind of inserting himself in here. Agreed. Because um, he kind of is, obviously does not like AJ Styles, but takes offense. What is Kevin Owens stuff. doing? Nothing. In the armbar, probably? No. He's, like, he's going like, huh? to be not too good enough, better than the armbar, but not good enough for the show type of thing. So I think you'll see Owens in a backstage sketch with Alexa Bliss, like probably. The best of all time. Um, you'll see him cut some promos somewhere, but... Uh, this is all took place on the Kevin Owens show on SmackDown, and instead of like Owens kind of getting involved there, he just walked off. I, like I said, I could see him getting involved in this feud going forward. Um, but uh, they've done a nice job building up AJ versus Orton. I think AJ gets the better of Orton here, only because Orton got the better of him on SmackDown. Um, I think AJ wins. I think it's going to be a good match, though. It's my sleeper pick of the night for match of the night. Johnny, what do you think? Uh, I agree that I this is going to be match of the night, and I'm going with Randy Orton. Sure. I don't think AJ because I, I read that this match is gonna this rivalry is gonna continue afterwards. Okay, so I think Randy's gonna take the win on uh, at WrestleMania on Sunday. Who, who won the previous meeting between these two that you said? So they oh, haven't like wrestled one on one in a while. Okay. AJ might have eliminated him from elimination chamber. Yeah, maybe. maybe. It hasn't. It, so they but they it, haven't really. They haven't had a one on one one on one match in a while. So it is worth mentioning that. These, besides the main event, these are the closest odds. So is this the the hardest one to choose for you, Greg? Yeah, it's, outside of the main event. Uh, um, oh, well, uh, I mean. The Brock Lesnar-Rollins match. 
Oh, because the main event is not hard for you to choose at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant, I meant the, <laughs> the Rollins and Lesnar match. Um, I think the Kobe match is actually very tough to choose, too. Okay. Yeah, because they have the odds here. AJ Styles plus 110 and Randy Orton minus 150. So, so Orton's the slight favorite. Close. Yeah. Pretty close here. Well, They've been AJ. kind of uh, painting this up as, uh, like, WWE versus the Indies. Versus the Indies, yeah. right? it's cool. That is actually a pretty cool storyline. Yeah. Um, I'll take Randy Orton as To well. me, I'd love it. I'd love it. They won't do this. I'd love it. They would do factions in some way of like the WWE guys like versus the indie guys. And that could be really cool. Well, I've actually heard a rumor about eventually um, like the, the, the guys that were in New Japan from the club like randomly getting beat up on nights and not knowing what's going on. And then they kind of like form back together. Like That'd Finn be, Balor, AJ. That'd be awesome. Gallows and Anderson. That'd be awesome. I don't think we see that because I think Gallows and Anderson are gone. Yeah. And I think that AJ goes to Raw and Finn goes to SmackDown. So I could see that. That would be cool though, like an indie faction. Yeah. I mean, you, so there's been rumors of that like for like the club and put Kevin Owens in it. Like, so there's been rumors cool. of that for a long time. There's also rumors that when the Undisputed Era get called up, yeah. Owens will be the leader of it with Adam Cole. Is that, that is like the indie faction. Interesting. That's, a, that's, that's, that been a, would, that's also been a rumor for a That a long would time. be great. Uh, all right, up next. I don't, I don't know how, how much hype there is for this match. It's a Triple H versus Batista, Greg. A no-hold-barred, career-threatening match. I forgot about this match. <laughs> As you should. Triple H will win. Yeah. Uh, he's a pretty substantial... Uh, well, not... Minus 260. Batista at plus 180. Yeah, I think Batista wants to come back. Fight Hunter again on WrestleMania. Have they built this up well or no. not really? Oh, no, no, terrible. It's brutal. So basically, they started really well. Oh, with Batista uh, beat up Ric Flair in the back and said, do I have your attention now? I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Uh, doesn't show up on Raw the next week to get heel heat again. Very cool. So then they finally had like the face-to-face promo, and Batista kept screaming at Triple H, give me what I want, but never actually said what he wanted. Like He was just like, give me what I want. and Yeah, maybe he wants a lot of money. And then you know? Hunter's like... You want me to give you what you want? Give me what I want! But they never said what he wanted. At all. And then, I think Batista forgot his lines, despite being an actor. So Triple H is like, you want to fight at WrestleMania? Sure! And I was like, oh, that's all you wanted? You probably just needed to say that. So, that was... Point to the sign, meet me there. So, that was... I'll continue on. So, a week later, Triple H did a promo without Batista, which is much better. And and Triple H, of course, they tried to mix real with kayfabe and kind of... Dave, Dave, this isn't Triple H talking, Dave. And it was like, ah. Oh. So did he introduce himself he did as not Paul? Say Paul? He didn't say Paul. This thought, is Paul I thought talking. he was going to, and I was like, uh. This is not working. <laughs> they tried to make it personal. It didn't work. Then they let Batista cut a promo this past Monday, but they only let him say, like, three words, which is much better. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's the whole buildup. Outside of the boss and hug connection, is this the most cringeworthy buildup? This is a bathroom break for me. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, Johnny, what do you think? It's 250 or Is this where, when you're going to go buy a, go buy buy a beer at, at MetLife? No, probably going to be during the, uh, the Corbin Angle match, if that's like a real match. That's fair. Who do you think wins this? Oh, Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> do you have any interest in this or not really? I mean, it's just like a bunch of two old dogs fighting. Yeah. Two old, old dogs fighting. All right, I think we kind of got to pick up the pace a little bit here, Greg. Uh, Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Roman, Roman, Roman also probably like the lock of the night. With this is the lock of the night. Roman Reigns. They built Drew McIntyre up to lose to Roman Reigns. That's it. Agreed. Drew McIntyre, if Seth wins, will be the next challenger for the title. I think. Not nearly as big of a favorite as Finn Balor. There's Roman no Reigns is minus three hundred five. Drew McIntyre plus two twenty five. Roman Reigns will win. Roman Reigns should win. Will win. Uh, why are they Why are they just feeding Drew McIntyre to him though? Uh, they needed to build up a strong heel, which they've done, and Drew's yeah. awesome. I feel good for Drew that he got that he's a one on one on one match on Mania. It's great. Okay, cool. Uh, the WWE Championship. On SmackDown. There are these three to go, right? 
Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. Then we have... Doo, doo, doo. Uh, yeah, these are the final three. So the three big championship matches. Uh, Daniel Bryan, the champion, defending against Kofi Kingston. So the, this match was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, the vegan, and the health nut and Mr. Nature against the everyman, Kevin Owens, who's like a fat guy that likes hot dogs and burgers and nachos and stuff. What yeah. happened to that? So that was supposed to be the match. Oh, my God. I just realized they dropped the Mysterio Dominic storyline, didn't they? They that, did. That was funny. Um, his son came back for a while. I don't really know the point of it, but they were building that up, and then I think they forgot about it. Anyway, um, so the, it was supposed to be Kevin Owens, the everyman, versus uh, Daniel Bryan, the vegan, the, the weirdo, the hippie. And they had the gauntlet match that they kind of do every year that you want to smack down and one on Raw, and Kofi kind of like blew it away, and there was this whole social media uh, craze saying, hashtag Kofi Mania. And credit to WWE, they changed their story. They moved... Uh, Owens returned up. They had o- they fed Owens to Daniel Bryan earlier, and then they gave Kofi the opportunity to fight at WrestleMania, which is awesome. That's a great story. The problem is, is uh, they had this storyline basically became Vince versus Kofi, and Vince was holding Kofi down because irony, he's a B plus player, which they've kind of alluded to. That was the whole thing with Daniel Bryan, which is cool. But they took kind of too long to get to the destination of Kofi versus Daniel Bryan, where it was too many times where they kept throwing different things at Kofi and he wouldn't uh, survive it. And then a week ago, he survived it. And then he's fighting now. And then they had a contract signing where Kofi forgot his lines a bunch. and It was very uncomfortable. Um, and that's it. And here we are. Uh, Kofi versus Brian. I think everybody in the world thinks Kofi will win. I'm not as sure as I think most people are. I can see them extending this. Uh, the most awesome thing they could do is have the New Day turn on Kofi. They won't do that. But it would be awesome. Too much merchandise. Uh, exactly. So I'll say Kofi wins, but the, you can't get too much of a good thing. You can't have too many faces go over, but I think Kofi does win. I also think Kofi wins. Uh, I agree, though, that this was one of the, the matches that I felt took way too long to get here. Yeah. Like, we were at the two-week mark when they were finally like, okay, Kofi versus Aaron Bryan. Like, we, this should have been set, like, weeks ago. Yeah. But the only thing I do love about this match is that it was something that organically happened. Yes. It's a, it's WWE giving the fans what they wanted exactly like, like I lo- like they they work very well when something organically just happens and they actually went with yeah. it and that's cool I, I like the fact that you brought it up that like, that's basically what happened with Daniel Bryan too yeah I remember I, we were at one of the first Raws when uh, they basically asked like who do you want to go for the title they had a bunch of dudes lined up on the on the title oh, yeah, that's awesome and, and it, like Bryan. everyone was freaking out yeah. for Daniel Bryan we were cool. actually at that Raw so oh, that's awesome yeah. that, that was cool I'm actually to me Greg this is my uh, this is my underdog. Sure, I like I like Daniel Bryan Sleeper at plus one eighty. I think I think he's going to win this. I think oh. he's going to retain this. Sure, I think everyone thinks that he's going to get his shot, uh, and they're kind of going to go the other way here. And uh, Daniel Bryan's going to retain. I don't hate it. The Universal Championship match: Brock Lesnar, the champion, for what feels like the tenth WrestleMania in a row, defending against Seth friggin' Rollins. So I thought for a while uh, Rollins would win this, especially when it was Owens against um, Bryan. Um, but then it's like, I don't think too many, again, you can't have a happy ending for, for everybody. Then Roman came back, and they, they can get Roman to overcome Brock again. Um, so the storyline here, Seth wins the Rumble. Chase uh, is going to fight against Brock. Then they had the Shield reunion that kind of interrupted that, and they never really got on the same page. A couple of good promos between Rollins and Heyman. That's really it. It, it just feels a little lackluster. I think the match is going to be awesome. Have they been playing off uh, Seth Rollins cashing in a lot? No, like, they barely, they, five they, years they, ago, they barely yeah. mentioned it. It's really? more the storyline's more been, been about using that more though. Greg? You think so? Yeah. Right. The storyline's basically been that Brock has a lot of trouble with guys that are like Rollins, like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor, mm-hmm. and Rollins is better than those guys, and that's why he's going to beat Brock. And I don't think he does. I'll, I'll take Brock Lesnar. 
Johnny? Ugh. I want to say Seth, but, you know, it's WrestleMania, and, you know, you, you don't bet against Brock at Mania because he's Brock Lesnar. But I'm going to, so I choose Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right, there you go. Uh, and the odds for this one, I mean, it's basically a coin flip. It's yeah. Seth Rollins minus 115, Brock Lesnar minus 125. Yeah. So uh, very close to uh, to even odds here between Lesnar and Rollins. Uh, because I have... Daniel Bryan retaining. I'm going to take Seth Rollins to sure. win the so championship. We, we, we go reverse there. Okay. The main event here, Greg. Here we go. Winner takes all yep. Raw SmackDown Women's Championship. I assume yep. that they'll unify the titles after this. Don't be so sure. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. So the storyline here is very clear. Like they, they turned Becky heel last fall, uh, but by turning her heel, the fans loved her because she was saying everything they wanted. So she had this crazy... She was supposed to fight Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. Uh, she gets a nasty concussion and a broken nose. And... They had the bloody face. It was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. It's a stone cold moment. Exactly. So she was amazing. The fans got way behind her. Becky then wins the Royal Rumble, and it's all set up for Becky versus Ronda Rousey. And then they decided to insert Charlotte Flair, which never really made any sense. And to this day, they haven't figured out the reason why. And I mentioned earlier on in the show, it was there's no straight point. It should have just been Becky versus Ronda, and, and that's it. They've inserted Charlotte, and they've kind of come up with different ways here. They turned Ronda heel. Becky had a bad knee. The authority didn't want her there. Then they changed that plan to Kofi and it never really made any sense. Instead of just letting three women who hate each other that want the titles and that want to be the first person to beat Ronda Rousey. That's the storyline. They didn't push that enough until the end. It's weird but we're here, Johnny. Triple threat. Becky, Charlotte, Ronda. Finally, Becky Lynch wins both championships. The only question is does she beat Ronda Rousey for it? I... I don't think so. I think that's why Charlotte's in this match. I think we're gonna be. I think they're gonna protect Ronda here. So then, do we get Becky versus Ronda one on one at SummerSlam? Let's say, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Why not? Yeah. You have Becky winning this. Oh, but of course. So outside of Baron Corbin, Becky Lynch is the biggest favorite on sure. the card. Minus four forty-five. Baron Corbin from Balor. Obviously, you guys are much more in tune with what's going on in wrestling right now. This just strikes me as everyone thinks Becky Lynch is gonna win. And they go another direction. They can't. I hope they don't. I'm still going to take Becky Lynch to win. I hope I hope she, because I want her to win. I want her to win, but it wouldn't surprise me. Like, how many years in a row have we wanted Brock Lesnar to lose? To me, the, the story has to end with Becky tapping out Ronda. I don't think it does. I, I don't. That's how the story should. Yeah, Ronda's not going, to, she's not taking the pin or submission in this. No. Charlotte. Johnny Stample, thanks for stopping by, man. No problem, guys. I want to thank Sean's downstairs, Alex as well, Chris Venture too. For Johnny Stample, for Frankie Stample, I am Greg Sussman. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. We, we hope. hope. Enjoy WrestleMania, everybody.